When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So there's 24 hours to go. There's going to be the embargo tomorrow between 1 and 5 where uh, whatever deals get done, there's still some big names out there yet to have their futures determined will be held over for that kind of frantic final two and a half hours. But it has been a pretty busy day already with some big names uh, now knowing what their future looks like. Collingwood uh, in the middle of a couple of those and Brody Grundy is the key act in it all. Uh, We know what's happening with Grundy now. The deal's done for pick 27. Mm -hmm. He heads off to Melbourne. Graeme Wright is the uh, the GM of footy at the Collingwood Footy Club. Always really generous with his time at a very busy time. He's been good enough to Join us on the show. Graham, thanks for your time. We appreciate you joining us. No worries at all, man. So, you know how the Collingwood supporters operate. They, they you know, by and large, they love Brody Grundy. They've, they've ring radio stations like this, you know, at times like the one we're living through at the moment, and they encourage your footy club to try and find a, another way to do it. They don't want to come to, the ter- come to terms with why he's gone or why he's going. Now that the deal's done, can you give us the backstory as best as you can as to why this deal, from a Collingwood perspective, had to happen? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's probably been 12 months um, of discussions to sort of arrive here. Um, and, and really, it's about the medium and, and long-term future for the footy club, certainly from a, I suppose, a... A, uh, a TPP perspective or a salary cap perspective that that wasn't about 2023. It was about what's you know, what's best for us in 2024, five, six, and seven. Um, so so it, it's tough conversations and um, and tough decisions. But um, I sit here today. I don't have any pleasure in uh, the fact or or take any excitement out of the fact that we just traded uh, Brody. He's a, he's a high quality person. Been super professional through all of this, understands the, the business side of the game. And um, you know, we, the, our only way of doing a trade like this is with, with a player's approval. Yep. Um, the, the player rules are you know, set up, that, uh, or player movement rules are really set up around players having the ultimate say in relation to where they, where they play their footy um, if they're contracted and you want to move them. So Brody's been really professional in his management. You know, Robbie DeRazio and Paul Connors have been Fantastic, and, and as I said, we've had really open and honest conversations. And, um, we felt that it was in our best interest, and we we're probably the ones who initiated it. And um, we're also to the the ones that gave Brody the okay to to have a look at what might be out there for him and where he might like to play his footy. Um, and obviously, come back with Melbourne, and that's sort of culminated in in a trade today. Graham, uh, good afternoon. It's Andrew Gaze here, and. When you think of uh, when you think of a decision like this that you have to make, uh, th- I assume there's also some reflection on what's happened in the past, although you can't change it. But do you look back on it now and say w- w- we cocked it up, we made a mistake, we 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 offered a contract that wasn't there, or is this more a circumstances that has forced you into this? Yeah, I, I joined it, uh, the club at the 
I think it was first week of Feb in 2021. So I wasn't there for the for the 2020 trade mm. period, where obviously Trelaw and, and a couple of other players left at that time. And um, it's a bit hard for me to say why or, or how that transpired. But um, what I will say is that the club at that time was you know, really had their their foot on the till, so to speak, trying to win. Um, you, you know, you're finishing in grand finals and top fours and finals, and you're right there. And um, I think what you do in that time is try and retain your own and bring in others to to uh, hopefully help you get across the line. And um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. And, and as I said, then you find yourself in a situation where you might be dropping down the ladder a little bit more. And um, you know, you, you've got players on sort of long-term um, healthy deals. And okay, what are we going to do about that? So that that was. That's been my role in it um, over the last sort of you know, coming up to sort of two years um, that, that I've been involved. But um, yeah, as I said, they're, they're tough decisions, tough conversations. Um, but you know, pleasantly, I think everyone's been really mm. professional and and understand the the nature of what we're dealing with and um, and uh, you know the nature of the industry. And, and it's a, it's a business, and we all mm. you know, the perfect world. Brady's with us all the way through. We we just didn't feel that that was the the right decision for us uh, in the, as I said, in the medium to long term. Was it purely uh, the economics of it? Like, if he had been on a more modest salary, would this uh, idea of moving him on still be in play? Uh, it's a good question. Um, probably not. I think it's, I think that'd be fair. I think that it's a, there's a real financial element to it, um, and and that's not. That's not um, uh, Brody's issue. That's ours. No, um, of course. Yeah. So you know, he, mm. he, he signed a he signed a contract in, in good faith and uh, and deserves to be paid what what uh, what that contract says. So, um, but as I said, I think in the in the openness of it with us was okay. Mm. What's what's going to work for the Collingwood Football Club in the medium to long term, mm. and, and um, how we're going to how we're going to work our way through that. So mm. that was the conversation. Um, and as I said, we've arrived at this position today, but um, you know, I can't say enough how, how much respect we have for Brady. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's a really a really good person and a pro, and um, I'm sure he'll give, uh, give the, the Melbourne Football Club some, uh, some great years. Uh, there's a lot of speculation about actually how much of his contract you're going to have to pay in order to offload him. I mean, the, the number that's been banging around is 300000 a year. Is that about right? We, we don't get into that, Gozy. Like, uh, you know, those conversations are, are private right. um, between um, Brody and his management and us. I mean, we will make a contribution, um, but um, yeah, that's that's private uh, from a financial perspective. So, Graham, one of the things, and we're not going to keep badging your head, but we'll ask you the questions yeah. that Collingwood supporters have been asking us. So, one of the things yeah. that um, Collingwood supporters said to us is that, okay, we, we'd, if it comes down to Grundy or McStay, mm. let us keep Grundy. And and the mathematics that they argue is that if it's six hundred and fifty a year for Dan, and you're going to be paying the three hundred for Grundy, then if you keep Grundy on the books uh, and you don't spend the six fifty on McStay, then then economically you can probably make it happen. What to that? I don't know whether you've got a comment you want to make about that. But the second part of the follow up from that, from my perspective, is. If that, even if that happened, so reaching is the Grundy deal, so long-term, is it? How much of an impact would that have on your ability to do things down the future that maybe you don't even know about yet? Is it, was, it that, was it that sort of onerous well, uh, contract? As I said, it wasn't a, 
it wasn't a short-term decision. It no. wasn't around 2023. So we 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 had factored in uh, Dan McStay, Bobby Hill, um, and Billy Frampton, who will come across as well. We'd factored them in with Brody in, with Geordie in. It wasn't around, as I said. I think the second part of your question is probably the key: is that it's more the medium to long term and um, what potentially this might do and open open things up for us from 2023 end of season through to. situation where clearly you've had to orchestrate this exit from the club from one of your players you've also got a situation where one of your players wants to exit in Ollie Henry uh, what's the situation with him and what stance do you take when the shoe's on the other foot <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question um, well Ollie's out of contract so it's a little bit different uh, um, obviously he's a second year player, just turned 20, picked mm. 17 a couple of years ago. Um, the preceding year for him, for, sorry, that he was drafted, he, he didn't play at all through that COVID year of 2020. Um, played 24 games, we feel like we put a lot of development into him and we, we want him to stay. Yeah. And we've been really uh, clear with that with Ollie and his management. Um, they've asked for a trade to belong. He's got his brother there. But we're, we're really clear about what it would take for us to entertain that. And um, there hasn't been anything put forward to us that we'd entertain in relation to, to trading Ollie. Mm. Um, so at this stage, um, yeah, I think that's unlikely. Uh, and, you know, as I said, we'd like to retain Ollie and have him as part of the Collingwood Footy Club going forward. So I wonder whether you share our view on this, Graham. We, we've discussed this on this radio station as, you know, they have elsewhere because he's, he's such a, you know, he's such a talent. He gets picked up at pick 17. You you put the work into him. He's shown that he can play and he, he's shown that he can be a really good player at the level. It seems to us that it's obvious that if a club wants him, they should be paying better than what he was drafted at. I mean, is that roundabout the position, you know, if, if you want to do a direct trade, you know, with Geelong and not send him, you know, either keep him or send him elsewhere, um, is that a roundabout the kind of position you're taking? I'm going to have to come and bring you into those conversations, right. Harry. I think you've got a spot on. Well, it feels that's about uh, right, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it... Well, and that's, that's exactly how we see it. Yeah. I mean, we see it that you know, we're, we're the ones who have developed him. We've put the time in. Um, we feel that you know he could be a really good player in, in the future, and he's 20 years old. I mean, he turned 20 in August. And he's a baby. Um, and he's got so much raw ability and talent, um, yeah, that we just don't see it that, yeah. For instance, 25 is going to going to get it done. That's just not where we see it. Yeah, yeah. We value it way way above that. And um, you know, as I said, we'll uh, we'd, we'd be really comfortable if there's no trade done and Ollie stays. Yeah, that's, that's where we sit at the moment. Billy Frank Gazy has just mm. come back from America, and we we're talking about a few bits and pieces. Billy Frampton. Gazy had a fantastic phrase. We were doing, talking a bit about cricket, and he said, sometimes it's mm. not about getting the ball to the boundary. Sometimes it's about picking up the ones and the twos on the way along. He's is Billy Frampton a bit of one of the, with with and that and he says that with due respect. Yeah, absolutely. He's not going to be necessarily. You hope he's a game changer, mm. but he doesn't need to be. He's you bring blokes in 
to a club like yours with you know knowing what you understand about him to just play a role? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we had the season just gone. Mark Cairns from Ireland, who was a, a key back for us, stayed, decided to stay in Ireland. Um, Charlie Dean hurt his foot in the pre-season and then came back and played a couple of games in the VFL and hurt his foot again. It was another key defender. And, uh, Jordan Ruthhead uh, retired after, I think, round five. So we had three key defenders go down and, and we were really keen to bring in someone else who could... Uh, fill in or, sorry, play a role in that area of the ground. So, yeah, yeah, that's right as well, 100% right that we see him playing in that area of the ground and hopefully that, if that's the case, then that will release um, stuff in there or, or uh, you know, your in your house. To, to, you know, there'll, there'll be a, a trickle-along effect that we can release those guys to play other spots as well. But he's going to have to come in and earn his spots. He's played a lot of us out of our city over the last few years in Adelaide and Adelaide. Mm. Um, you know, played the first six or seven rounds of the pros this year. It's a good fit through the hours of things and the way we want to play. He's also got the you know, time of winding ability to go forward and he can mark the ball well. He can pinch it in the ruck if we need him. So there's a few strings to his bow. Yep. What's the situation with Tom Mitchell? Uh, is that still live? Is that still happening or a prospect? What's the update? Uh, yeah, well, Tom was, we obviously with Bobby Hill, uh, as I said, Dan McStay and, and uh, Billy Frampton were the priorities for us to get in, and we've got those guys in. And then we weren't really prepared to do much else, but obviously uh, Tom Mitchell's um, name's been pushed out there. Um, and we've had some interest in him. It, it, we've got um, you know, Scott Pendlebury's 34, turning five, 35 in January. Uh, obviously, Taylor Adams had some injuries at, at the back end of the year. and um, We've got some younger players who need to get through that midfield as well, but we... Uh, we weren't a great clearance team. We weren't a great uh, first possession team or a, or a centre bounce team. So, you know, we know that Tom's got those attributes. So we, we've got some interest, but we're not sure where that'll go with uh, with Hawthorne in the coming days. Right. We'll see what it does um, yield uh, by the time we get to the end of um, business tomorrow, Graham. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you, the generosity of your time. Thanks. No, no trouble at all. Thanks Good on you. Graham Wright, the general manager of footy at Collingwood. We're going past the... News, we'll get to that. All of those trade updates, thanks to Ty Power. Family safety is never up for trade. You're back in form with a couple of good questions in there. Oh, thank you. Trade your own way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. There you go, Collingwood supporters. There are several of the questions that we've been getting mm. in the lead-up to the trade period and during Andy, it. You've heard from your mm. GM of footy. Feel free to get on the lines and tell us what you think. So with Ollie Henry, if he... If they don't trade him, mm. what happens? Like, well, does he, he go if he if he's so, Yeah, but if he's so badly... Mm doesn't want to um, go to or stay Collingwood, mm-hmm. then he just puts himself into the draft. And, and he becomes... North, go... Well, he becomes a victim of whoever wants to... Not a victim. He becomes the subject of whoever wants to pick him up well, first. Actually, who... Well, yeah, well, yeah. Where would he go in the draft? Well, that's a good question. It'd have to be Coleman. still reasonably high, I would have I think thought. every club... He wouldn't be in... Would he be in the top 10? Yeah. He would be. I reckon he would. Well, it's the, and it's not the normal draft. It's the it's preseason. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be really high then. Well, he? he could be taken in the national, couldn't he? Oh, we got to get to a break. Well, yeah, he could be taken in either draft, I'm sure. So, can he? Be, yeah, absolutely. Could. Or it was the other one. No, nah, he can go in either. Yeah, of course he can.